Online grocery delivery services like Fresh Direct and Instacart are having a moment now that we're all locked down and less likely to head out to a supermarket. But are these companies ready to handle the surge? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me is retail expert Ben Fox Rubin. Ben, with everyone essentially confined to their homes, uh, talk about how this is affecting or helping those online grocers. It's a huge help to online grocers in that they've been trying to convince customers for literally decades that this is a good idea. You know, you get your TV, you get books, you get all sorts of other things delivered to you through the mail right at your doorstep. Why not your food? Why not your groceries? This is something that people get every week, if not multiple times a week. The problem is, is that people hadn't really been convinced up until this point, And it's taken something like the coronavirus pandemic to get people to take a second look at online grocery. And unfortunately, it's due to health and safety issues, as opposed to people being absolutely enamored with the concept of online grocery. Yeah, I mean, personally, we're we're pretty lazy. So we've actually subscribed to this this whole idea of getting uh, food delivered to you. But, you know, there is an element of like, you want to pick and choose the the produce, right? That there's that tactile element that that's um, that's really been kind of the big stumbling block for adopting these services, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's it's because people are creatures of habit. They really like the idea of just going to their local grocery store, whichever grocery store that is, and they're just used to that experience. Uh, what's interesting to me, and what I'm wondering what might happen from this is, are there certain elements of that experience that people start to realize wasn't really that enjoyable or wasn't really that exciting before? As far as you go to the grocery store and things go out of stock, they don't have the apples that you wanted, or from uh, different perspectives that you go to the cash register and you have to wait maybe 10, 20 minutes. You don't have to do any of those things with online groceries. So there are potential benefits that people might experience with this that will cause them to just stick with those programs. Now, uh, just to, I mean, I think it's different regionally, but what are, who are some of the major players uh, when it comes to grocery delivery? The two biggest, as you would expect, are Walmart, which is the biggest grocer in the United States, and Amazon. Amazon provides two different services. It's Amazon Fresh and also Whole Foods Delivery. In addition to that, Instacart supplies groceries through a variety of other grocers, and that includes Kroger's, which is a huge player, Costco. I mean, there are just a lot of different ways that people can get groceries these days. Got it. And so right now, as you as you're saying, like with a lockdown, people are reexamining their habits, and really, the idea of having someone deliver the food to you is a lot less risky right now than going out to the supermarket and potentially getting you know, infected. So, uh, tell me about how that's working right now. I mean, there's obviously a surge, um, but what's it been like for these services dealing with this huge jump in demand? It's been incredibly hard. Really, these companies have been trying to convince people to use their services, but you would expect incremental growth to be happening. Instead, they're getting just this mountain of new customers that are coming up to their door all of a sudden, all at once in like late March, early April. It's really very unexpected. And I would argue that um, have they put their best foot forward in a very difficult situation, by the way, no, of course not. There have been out-of-stock items. It's been incredibly difficult for people to get time slots for things. Like, for instance, I've had to wait until midnight to snag a time slot with Fresh Direct. Uh, people have told me that, you know, or you can see this on social media, 
that um, you, you know your your order will get canceled or certain items will get taken out of your order. It's just been very frustrating for people. And when you add into that the fear and uncertainty of the coronavirus, and you're talking about people's food, yeah, it's been really difficult. And it's totally understandable that you know there's one part of people that are really um, appreciative that these services exist, and there's another part of people that are you know frustrated that um, there's there's just been a, a, a very significant difficulty for these services to be able to accommodate all these people coming to them all at once. Definitely. I, I see both sides of things because I'm also a fresh direct customer. I've also had to wait at midnight. Like my wife and I are basically camped out on the app, on the website, on our browser, constantly refreshing at midnight to get that next week's time slot. Yeah, and it is, crashes. It and it crashes, crashes constantly. constantly. Exactly. You know, you start at midnight and then maybe you snag a time slot at like 12.07 or 12.15. Just out of my own interests, I've checked it 10 minutes after I've gotten my own time slot and a bunch of other time slots are sold out. And I'm in the suburbs. Like, I'm not in a high-density area. So you can only imagine what's going on in the background for these companies that they are getting Really, like when I say surge, I mean surge. Like this is just an unprecedented spike in demand. And you're seeing it for all kinds of things, but it's also for online grocery. I'm talking about N95 face masks. I'm talking about hand sanitizers. There's just a certain number of things that people are really gravitating towards. And and it's it's hard to exaggerate the level in surge and the level in demand that's been going on in certain elements in the economy. It's its very hard for these companies, even big companies like Amazon, to be able to respond to something like this. No, that, that's a great point. And, you know, for all the uh, the issues we've had to face, you know, I've also had orders either canceled on me or just missing items. The alternative, going to a supermarket and kind of where, which where you have to wait lines, where you know there is a huge, much larger risk of, of getting infection or getting infected. Um, it, it's still far superior to that option. Uh, I'm curious once it's all once we, if we get back to some level of normalcy in the world, like will this this surge of interest uh, and willingness to do online delivery translate back to you know the normal world? Like once we get back to normal, will people stick around and continue to get online? groceries? Uh, The short answer to that is yes. And partly it's because we're starting from a pretty low baseline to begin with. Um, Some of the best information that I've seen on this is that uh, online grocery has only been 3% of total grocery spending in the United States. So you're talking about a very small sliver of um, total grocery spending. Is that number going to go up to 5% or 10% after this crisis ends? I have no idea, but I would say that it's it's a pretty clear concept to me that these, these online grocers have this huge opportunity to be able to bring in new customers and really try to convince people that this is better than what they had been doing. And so there, that number is going to go up. It's going to be above 3%. What it's going to be, well, we'll, we'll just have to find out. And do you think that I mean, long like putting on my forecasting cap, like is longer term? Like, do you think this is going to have a detriment, detrimental impact on physical supermarkets down the line? Like the same thing we've seen with with other retailers. Um, unfortunately, yes. Uh, especially bodegas, convenience stores, local mom and pop shops. These are a lot of places that may may have had to close for different reasons. 
during the coronavirus crisis. They um, are, are struggling in this economy to begin with and potentially losing customers. There are obviously services that are trying to help bring them online so that they can continue to accommodate their customers now. Uh, but some of them that maybe weren't as tech savvy, weren't prepared for this. Yeah, I would expect that they would struggle. The winners in this would potentially be the winners that have existed already. And that that situation might become even more extreme. And I'm talking about Walmart. I'm talking about Amazon. I'm talking potentially about Kroger, too. Uh, they're the ones that were best able to respond to the spike in demand. And uh, they could end up getting even more customers and become even stronger out of this. All right. That's our show for today. You can check out Ben's story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge. Or leave us a voicemail at 862-250-5713. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.